It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com, coming soon to iOS and Android. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of courage. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under construction together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. Oh my God, y'all! Guess what? It's about to be Memorial Day. And guess what? The weather is nice. And guess what? These masks is coming off, y'all. We outside. Hey, we ain't in the house. We can have us a hot dog. We can have us a crab feast. We can be out by the pool. We can have a cookout. Well, I don't know what y'all planning to do, but I know that I can't wait to be around some real baked beans and some sun. Okay? (laughs) I hope y'all are safe out there. Just wear your mask when you're around somebody you don't know. (laughs) And around somebody you know that ain't got they shots. You know, it's okay to ask somebody, hi, how you doing? My name is Tamar Wilshon. Hey, Jerome, is your shots up to date? I'm sorry, y'all. It's 2021. We got to do what we got to do. And we got to ask the questions we got to ask, right? All right. Well, I'm going to keep it all the way a thousand with y'all. I was so nervous before today's show. Ooh. Like, you know how you can have that friend that you can't BS with? Well, today's blueprint guest, my homegirl, Aja Sarai, can smell the bullshit from thousands of miles away. Trust me, okay? And let's just say, whether she knows she's preaching a word or merely pouring into us, I already know. She's bringing us a message we can all relate to. She do it all the time. All right, everybody, let's hop into our mental health statistic of the week. Did you know that approximately 10.2 million adults have co-occurring mental health and addiction disorders? I knew that because I know a couple of them. All right. That's around me. These numbers should be alarming to me, but they're really not. You know, if anything, it just reminds me to have compassion for those that are around me. And these statistics further validate that you never know what someone else is going through or how they're coping. So granting one another grace is so important, especially in this time. Now, to gain more information about mental illness, please visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness at NAMI.org. That's N-A-M-I.org. All right, everybody, it's my favorite time. What? It's my favorite time. It's time for our weekly affirmation. All right, everybody, I love the me I see in the mirror. And I ain't just talking about my face and my skin that's glowing because I'm drinking my water. I'm talking about me truly accepting my flaws and embracing the God that resides in me. That's what it's, that, that's what it's really exuding, y'all, for real. That's what it is for me. Let me read it again because I put myself in it, and I think you missed the affirmation, okay? I love the me I see in the mirror. 
I accept my flaws and embrace the God that resides in me. Oh! Now, I know a lot of y'all talking about where the money reside, but y'all need to really be asking yourself, where does the God reside? Okay, because that's where I'm going, because the money going to come, because my father said, okay, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. And Lord, I'm going to put it out there. I'm looking and seeking for a man and some money. Praise God and praise God. All right, so let's say this one more time. <laughs> I love the me I see in the mirror. I accept my flaws and embrace the God that resides in me. Y'all, I'm telling y'all right now, that thing right there blessed me still. That's so good. Ain't it good? Yeah, that was good. All right, everybody. Today on Tamar Takes, we are talking pettiness. Yep. Now, I know. We all know a petty Betty. And I'm a retired petty Betty. Okay? And so today, we're going to talk about when I personally think that it is appropriate to dust off that petty Betty that resides in all of us. All right. So my producer, Angel, has created a few scenarios. And I'm going to share with you whether I think a petty response is warranted or you need to get on your knees and pray and ask the Lord to handle it. Okay. All right. So, Angel, I'm assuming you want to say it out loud. So you should. Go ahead. All right. So your baby daddy didn't recognize you on Mother's Day. How do you show up for him on Father's Day? You don't. That ain't petty. That's even. I'm matching your energy. See what I'm saying? A lot of people think that you being petty is like, you know, you just deliberately doing stuff. No, I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to give what you give. Okay? That's what we're going to do. We're going to be equally yoked in this relationship. You don't say happy Mother's Day. I don't say happy Father's Day. You don't get no card from me from my son. I don't get no card from you from your son. I'm assuming you don't want to celebrate it. Shit. All right. Scenario two. Your friend shows up to your house with food and they knew that they were headed to your house, but they didn't ask you if you wanted anything. Is that petty? Well, you know. So what you going to do, make a whole, you know, soul food spread and get one plate out for yourself? Is that like, I don't know. Like, I just think that's a selfish person. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just refuse to have that kind of energy and vibration around me because like, I think at that point you need to reevaluate how you're thinking of yourself. Because if your friends is coming to your house and they come in to bring food and just enough for them, then they selfish and they really don't give a damn about you. And in turn, that means you don't give a damn about yourself because the people that are, that are around you reflect how you feel about you. Yup, said that for me. <laughs> so that's a whole nother different level. It's not even about being petty. Are you being petty with yourself? Oh, that's what it sounds like to me. All right, everybody. Well, that was kind of fun. Although I had to read you your rights at the end. Sometimes it takes that. I love you. So, you know, it's coming from a good place. Now, don't judge me because I am just being honest, y'all. However, I am curious to know if y'all agree with me. So just shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. And listen, these are just my thoughts and my opinion, y'all. Nothing that I'm saying is etched in stone. But these are my takes on Tamar Takes. All right, I'm going to keep it a thousand. All right, now, y'all, it's time to tap in that keeper the style style inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl. Now, let's see what we got today. All right, question number one. I am recently separated, and as I work through the divorce process, I'm also working on finding myself again. 
and becoming a better me. It's just my daughter and I who occupy my home and my son lives out of state. However, I feel so alone, which I also felt during my marriage. My family is not really supportive and I'm just completely broken at this point. Did you feel alone going through some of the issues you've had and how did you deal with them? I do take it to the Lord in prayer and I also see a therapist. But having a support system is a real struggle that I continue to deal with. Please share your thoughts on wading through the loneliness as you strive to find your happy. You asked like 14 different questions. So I'm trying to like answer to where I'm answering all of them, although they are like intricate, right? Because this is like a real difficult time that you're going through. And I know that all of these feelings are real. Why do I know this? I know this because I felt all of these things, right? And what is important is that you look at the people around you and see who you can trust. You don't need a whole handful of people, one or two or three at the most, you know, and go to those people and talk to those people. Now you got to be able to trust them people. Now those people can't be on both sides of the fence. I just want to let you know that I'm talking about you, that these people are here for you and that they have fair, sound advice. I believe in a tribe. No, Angel, I tell you, I believe in a tribe. I can't make it without my tribe. I got to tap in. I got to talk to. I got to make sure, you know, I'm on my straight and narrow because you don't always want to feel like you are making irrational decisions. And when you're stressed out, you do make irrational decisions. (laughs) You need somebody to come and reel you back in. So my suggestion would be is to find that tribe. One to three people that you can trust and talk to that they're going to help navigate you through this difficult time okay now listen I know you want to lean and depend on your family but your my tribe ain't my family <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I think sometimes it's better to have a tribe that's not your family because they're not so damn opinionated and ain't gonna tell the rest of your family <laughs> how about that I don't know says you know my thoughts and my prayers are with you I can't say that you know it's not a tough time, but what I will tell you that is it is going to get easier. So keep your head up and stay in prayer and find those people that you need to get you through. All right, question number two. So I started therapy in 2016 after the loss of my father. I lost my mother in 2012 to colon cancer. And when I lost my dad in 2016, let's just say I felt crazy. At that moment, I knew I needed to talk to someone. So I did just that. I started off with therapy every Monday, and I tell you, it has helped me so much, Tamar. I now do therapy once a month, and it will be five years in September. And I feel like I don't want to stop going. Should it be a stopping point for therapy, or is it okay to just continue to go? Thank you. You know, this is so crazy to me because at first, when I first started therapy, I'm like, okay, so Tamar, you're going to go for a couple of months, and then you're going to be fine, and then you're going to go on about your merry way. Eh, Wrong answer. See, people don't look at like mental health like it's having diabetes or high blood pressure or yeah, let's say even cancer. You got to take medication. And our medication for mental health is a therapist or even medication. Right. And it's an ongoing process. You know, you go until you are better. Like 
let's just say you're diabetic, right? And so when you first find out you're diabetic, sometimes the doctor puts you on insulin or whatever. And then gradually, if you change your diet, you start working out at the gym and, you know, you get your health in order. Sometimes you can get off of the diabetic medication and be okay, right? But you do have to watch your sugar. The same for your mental health. You go to therapy until you feel like, you know, you're kind of steering the wheel yourself. You're doing you're doing pretty good. And your doctor's like, well, you know, you don't need therapy as much as you were having it. And so you kind of scale it back. But you still watch yourself. You see, a lot of people don't do that. And you check in with yourself and you be honest with yourself. And when you feel like you slipping, like if you feel like your sugar was going up, <laughs> you go to the doctor and see about yourself. So I applaud you. Congratulations for sticking it out and being there. And look, go until you feel like you don't need to go as often. But I feel like therapy is an ongoing healing process. Y'all are so amazing. And I love y'all so much. And I love being able to share my thoughts on areas of your life that you want a little bit of input in. I hope my perspective proves to be beneficial to you. And if you have a question that you would like for me to answer, just shoot your girl a note. So see with Tamar at gmail.com. That's the letters you see with Tamar at gmail.com. I don't have all the answers, y'all, but you know you can count on me to keep it a thou thou. Up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. So, y'all, I frequently come into contact with two types of people. Those who have no problem asking folks for help and those who would rather suffer in silence than admit that they need help and a helping hand. Now, I'm sure there are others who fall in the middle and I just don't really come across those individuals, I guess. But now today we have a special spiritual guest joining us. Y'all, I'm so excited. She's joining us to share the power of asking and to discuss the healing place. And I'm so honored to welcome my good friend, Aja Sarah, to Under Construction. Welcome, 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 queen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just have to like introduce you to the people properly because you and I have been taught. I'm going to say you, my friend, you, my sister, you know, for all, all, what is it about two years? We do. We share a connection. Share. It's actually been about three. three. It's been about it's been about a little over three. It doesn't feel that long, but say it was like um, it was like early 2018 and we're in 2020. Wow. Wow. Oh, yes, it was because it was before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So listen, everybody, I just like most of you, I fell in love with Ajna online and Instagram and you know her page just spoke to me on so like on so many different levels and just one day I had to you know like she spoke to my soul this one particular day and I just had to you know message her and be like excuse me but yes <laughs> <laughs> and yes I get that a lot I get that a lot you know I, my DM is full of blue checks yes of people that just be like hey 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 don't, because uh, it's like you. it's like you so you know <laughs> you know so much without people just you know opening their mouths you know and you say things that you know we all you know wish that we you know could say or knew how to say you know what I'm saying and I just would like to say for me you've been such a light you know and mm -hmm. 
I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you for coming and thank you for being a part of this. And you guys are going to love her at the end of this blueprint. Trust me, okay? You're going to understand everything well, I'm saying. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> I thank you so much because, you know, everybody doesn't look and see value. Some people don't see it. Some people just glance over yeah. things. And some people are triggered and offended and it doesn't register because, you know, they experience life through the filter of all of the pain that they feel and all of the wounds that they have. So I thank you for even holding some space where you could see me clearly and resonate with me. Oh, how me. could I thank not? You. How could I not? I just heal unapologetically yeah. publicly, and I hope that I inspire other people to heal themselves. Like, I don't care about you judging how I heal yeah. myself because I'm not going to have survivor's remorse for people. Ooh. Here we go. We Here we started. <laughs> we started. Because I have Yeah, been. yeah. Really? There has been. Uh, yes. I've lived through things. I've survived through things. And I've even resented myself for how I survived through things. So my memory became my misery mm. because I would look back and be like, I wish I would have did that different. I wish I would have never gave them an opportunity to get close to me. I wish I would have never tried to forgive you. And I just have to be graceful as I graduate to the next level. And I haven't always had yeah. that. I haven't. Uh, it, it takes some, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of disturbing of your peace in order for you to harness your power and get some poise about yourself. Yeah. And I got the scars to prove. Yes, you do. You do, do. <laughs> how did you know that you had this gift? Like, I, I, what do you call yourself? Is it a healer? I mean, because you're more than that. No, I don't call myself anything. I'm more like a fairy yeah, than Yeah, anything. I was going like, to say. You know, <laughs> I was going to say that, but you know, I want to get but, too hocus pocus on the saints here and under construction. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I received that. You know, I grew up in a costume. Right, right, right. And so, you know, I, I totally get that. And I don't seek to offend anybody's sensibilities. I tell anybody, like, you know, if if um, if Jesus Christ is what helps you get the best results from your life, if that's where you feel the safest, then you stay at the foot of the cross and don't you Amen. move. Don't let nobody shake you. So I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not mincing words or religions with people. I'm just like, whatever helps you be the best you. Do that and do it unapologetically. But all my life, I've, I've had some help in me because all my life, I've been hurting and it just seemed like people have always confided in yeah. me and I've always been able to make sense of their chaos. And so I did it privately for an extended amount of time and I went through a situation or as, as I'm navigating through a situation in my life where I needed some proof of my healing process. Mm. So I started to document my healing publicly and that was what caused me to birth the community. Mm on an international level and do what I do, you know, socially and publicly. But I've always been this. Wow. Even as a kid. So you yeah, knew it people, was different. But, but I've always been abused yeah. too, Queen. See, that's why I don't care. Like, you know, I get a lot of critiques and things about how I handle men <laughs> or, you know, things of that nature. But I've never been impressed by men being attracted to me because men have been attracted to me since I was five years old. Yeah. And I've got the scars to that prove part. it. So that's not anything that, you know, I'm flattered by. Yes. But it's also been my handicap. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Most people who haven't been through the things that we have been through on that level don't understand that. Like, I could, I don't care about you liking me. <laughs> I, I like, no, you're supposed to like yeah, me. Like, I, what are you I, talking I didn't, about? I didn't do what yeah, I do. Like, yeah. I, like, like, this is, this is like, I, I, I've been like having grown ass, you know, men. <laughs> <laughs> 
be attracted to me since I was a kid, before I even knew what that word was. You know what I'm saying? So for a guy to like, you know, I guess throw his weight on me, I'm just like, boy, bye. Like, I... No, it's more spiritual. It's more. It's more of a spiritual connection for me. But I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was stalking your page as I often do. Now, is that your? Let me get my names right because you know I don't like to call people out wrong. You know I like to have my facts. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Now, is this the baby daddy? Is this the baby daddy that's on your page, or is that your homeboy? I don't have any of my children's fathers that would be on my. You know, page, I so can't stand you. <laughs> I, well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I mean, like every now and then I post my love child's father. I post a, a image of us together, but that's not my platform. Is, is not, that, um, it's to not is, that, is that your best friend? Because y'all was talking about co-parenting. Oh, we talk about everything. Our lives are, are, are synonymous to one okay. another. He's, he reminds me of like a masculine version of myself. Yes. So it's a great place for me to bounce ideas off yeah. of. And he lives an integral life. So I trust him. I listen when he says things. So, yeah, you know, people would say it, it probably does look like we may be a couple to other people. But no, no I didn't don't. get couple. We never I didn't had get any. couple. I got I got like that's why I said because the way me and my son's father used to be uh, <laughs> was like on like best friend. You my cousin. You get it. I get you. We grew up together. So like, I know you on a different kind of level type and you could tell me about myself. And when he was telling you about yourself, you just had to, had to sit there and listen because it was all facts. <laughs> I respect him. Yes. That's what happens oh. when, when, when a woman respects a man, you can correct me when I respect oh my God, you. I'm so- and so many men want to be respected, but they're not worthy of respect. And what I say by how I gauge if a person is worthy of respect or not, Queen, if I have to disrespect myself in order to respect you, then in that moment, you are no longer worthy of my respect. So the cards can land where they may. Oh, Jesus, on the main line. Because it's so crazy. You are a fairy. Yes, you are. That's what you are. Because <laughs> I just got finished having this conversation. Like, I said, how do you have a relationship with someone one you have lost respect for? How? How does that work? It can't. You don't understand what I'm saying? Well, you know what? It does. How? You got to break that down to me because I don't know. And I've been through a lot of therapy and I still can't catch it. Well, I don't I don't view that to other people. It's something it's a gift that I give to myself because I have been in situations in my life and I have done things to work against myself Mm. in injustices Mm. and position myself where I couldn't even be defended properly because of my reaction instead of a righteous response. Mm. And so during those moments, I have felt very disrespectful to myself. Mm. And in those moments, I have lost respect for myself. Mm. So I had to go back and I live my life like an apology to my younger self, Queen. That's how I do it. So when I want to get out of pocket and when I want to, you know, react Instead of responding yes, righteously. Yes. And when I want to get right at yes. you. Like sometimes I just be want to be where you at. Motherfucker, where right. you at? I pull up. When I have to remember that I owe little Reagan, which is my given name. I owe her so much. And the reason why I have a distorted relationship with myself is because of all the disrespect that I've done to myself. Or I have allowed other people to disrespect me. Like I've abused myself through other people. So like... It may have been situations that manifested in my life where I may have not have done it to myself, but I've sought someone to do it for me. Yeah. So when I get honest about those things, 
I have to start at square one with me. So it's like, are you going to be forever at war with yourself because you've been so disrespectful to you? Or are you going to get beyond this however you can and make peace with yourself? And that comes in the form of me living my life like an apology to my younger self. Mm. That's how I do it. So sometimes when I want to get, when I want to, when I want to give it up a certain yeah. kind of way, I remember like you promised little Reagan you weren't going to do that. Okay, so I'm, hey, I, hey, listen, hey, I'm about hey. to listen. I'm about to tear the sheet rocks off this house because <laughs> that is a word. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How did you get there? Like, is this where the whole name change happened? Okay. Yeah, I went through a spiritual. Um, I went through. I had a spiritual reading mm-hmm. and a, an entire ceremony oh. that ended up unveiling my my name as Ajna mm-hmm. Sarah, Queen Ajna Sarah, the Healing Place Dynasty. My given name is Reagan, Reagan yes. Gilmore. That was the name that, my mama didn't even give me that name, Queen. I got that name from a family friend. She was a very wealthy benefactor. My mother was struggling so bad financially. She already had one child, um, a tumultuous relationship with the man that I know of as my biological father. And it, I don't come from money. Like, there, we, we, we're rich in other yeah. things. I'm breaking that generational right. curse, personally. Yeah. But it, it wasn't money. So a woman that was barren told my mother, if you allow me to name your daughter, then you will never know a financial care. Wow. And that is how I got the name Reagan. It don't matter. My grandmother got a girl jealous and ran the lady off. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> ran, the, ran the lady off. She said it wasn't fair. Uh, the treatment that I was getting wasn't fair. And she ran the lady Are off. Are you serious? I wish I was lying. So here now is Ajna Sarai, mm-hmm. which I love so yes. much. And what is the difference between Ajna and Reagan? Is there a difference? Reagan just, you know, I, Reagan is more of everything beautiful and unhealed about myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ajna is everything majestic and healing and unapologetic in the process are them both. And so it's just like when I need a voice of reason in a way, because sometimes I would call my own name and because I've lived through so much, it wouldn't have any power to me anymore. So I had to rename myself. Oh, wow. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, at first his name was Esau. Come on, somebody. (laughs) And when you come up, when you know, when you come up, in a certain level, when you graduate, you will you it will it will come with it a name will. change. Even in relationships, you know, when you graduate from dating, from you know, uh, moving past fornication and certain things, and you desire to make a certain commitment, it comes with a name change. Yes. When you graduate on a job, when you you go from clerk to manager, it comes with a name change. You know, when you've done your penance in certain religious practices, you may go from, you know, a sister to a priestess yeah. or a priest. It comes with a name change. So Queen Ajna is the grown up part that, you know. I can definitely identify. I, I mean, I, people think I'm crazy, so I, I don't really say a lot of things out loud. <laughs> Because, you know, well, you know what they gonna think what they gonna yeah, think. Yeah, but only people who know know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but it's a lot of people who that are around don't really experience some of the things that I experience. So I, I wanna know, and I want you to be able to kind of verbalize it for me because I, I can't right now. You know what I mean? How do you know when it's time for a spiritual name change? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
when it doesn't fit anymore, when you just doesn't, when you don't like res- resonate with your name anymore. So I understand so, so many levels when you're like, Reagan didn't have any, sometimes you call your name or hear your name and it, and it doesn't have any power. And for me, it doesn't have a lot of attachment to it. And for me, it means, it, it means a, a broken, a broken place that I used to be that I'm not mm-hmm. there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I- Yes, I can relate to that. Like my given name, Reagan, Reagan yeah. Gilmore, that's my given name. Gilmore means servant. Wow. Yeah, I have all, all types of issues with Tamar. I know I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> so you know what? And and I'm royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need nobody to tell it. It's coursing through my <sighs> veins. I it it comes through my pores. I sweat this <sighs> shit. So when when I elevated, I needed something to match how I felt about myself. And I didn't have so much attachment to my mother or even to the to the queen that gave, gifted me this name that I wanted to continue to be called by something that I felt like no longer served me. Yeah. I understand. Because, you know... But there's sometimes that I just be Reagan. Like, sometimes you roll over, you're going to get all this raging, <laughs> all this raging Reagan. You're going to get it today. And then they be like, I thought this was a healing place. And I be having to tell them, no, it's a hurting place if you come over here fucking with me. <laughs> Now, I didn't do nothing to you, ma'am or sir. I did not. I don't bother you. I know I don't bother nobody. I don't even I don't even bother people when they bother me. Come on. People tag me and I don't even go over there and see what they talking about. Come on. But I can show you where the Reagan resides. Come on, queen. I done seen how you can give it up, too. But it just doesn't serve me. I just I tried to do my best to stay away from people who who call the name of somebody that I don't want to be anticipating her to answer you know because i used to pick i used to pick it up on the first ring like it wouldn't even get the whole ring yeah. out i hope you looking for me I'm like, what's on yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. Then? yeah but then you know as you elevate and you realize certain things and you want to you want to make yourself proud and then you you know, you ain't made it in life until somebody lie on you and then sue you while they Come lying. Come on, at the same holy time. ghost! And then on top of that, it's like after it's all said and done, you have empathy for the person. Like, who am I? I am not Tamar. I am not that old Tamar because that Tamar would not have empathy and understanding for that person. Like, I look. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I do know where the Tamar reside. Like, you know where the Reagan resides, <laughs> and you can show get it at some point. You know what I mean? But it just doesn't. It doesn't serve, us, serve me at all. Like my 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 last past in my last past situation, and it's so crazy because it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh, so what if he had to become this person to get rid of me? Because I wouldn't have left because I loved him more than I loved myself. And that's always a problem. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because you know what, Queen? There's something on this altar of a relate on any relationship to me. I view them as an altar. Yeah. So altars command sacrifice. That is the etiquette of the altar. So what are we going to put on this altar that commands sacrifice? And if you're thinking that is me, then this I, I then I will disintegrate the entire altar. And that's with any relationship. And I used to I used to sacrifice myself mm. in order to stay connected to other people or even stay connected to an illusion yeah. or, you know, I used to not want to forgive people because I felt like I didn't know who, who I would be mm. if I healed myself. I don't know who I am without this pain. Mm. So I don't want to heal because I don't want to be a stranger to myself anymore. And I just, I just became okay 
with learning myself. And as I became okay with learning myself, that was the subconscious clearance to give people permission to not know me and be all right. Because I used to feel like I had to clear it all up. You know, like, you don't know me. This, this You don't know. Like, give people permission to have you messed yeah. up. Oh. It's okay. Let people be wrong about you. And that's something that I've truly struggled with, Queen, especially, like, as you elevate in life. And, and like, people have psychotic illusions and delusions of their value in your yeah. world. And they will try to make themselves fit however they can. And you know what else, Queen? And something that I really noticed is when someone wants you to love them and you refuse to love them, they will try to make you hate them just to stay a part of their energy. So if you can't be loving, be nothing. And then I used to feel like, well, I'm in a position now. I sue everybody. But it took my attorney to break it down for me and tell me, you know what? You could go and sue everybody and clear your name. And two, three hundred thousand dollars later, after your name is cleared, your mind is confused. Your finances are compromised. You don't let them put you in a trick bag fighting for yourself when all you got to do is just be, be you. you. <laughs> if somebody is trying to convince the world that you are not yourself, your only true leverage is to continue be to be you and allow them to be exposed through their shenanigans. Because healthy people won't behave a certain Come way. On. Even if you are right, even if you have leverage where you may have some level of ground to stand on, it's something that a, a genuinely spiritually and mentally healthy person just won't do. So let them expose themselves trying to expose you and you just continue to be yourself. So would I just be wanting to grow up and be myself? And every day I discover more and more of what I want to be like. I observe it on the TV. I observe it as the wind blows. And when I look up in the sky, it's a certain color blue. I'd be like, I want to be happy like yeah. that. I want to shine like yeah. that sun. I want to gleam like that star. I want to feel good and cool and smooth like that breeze. And that's what I just be doing. I ain't got nothing really more to say. Okay, good night, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Mike. That's all. But it's a struggle. It's a struggle because people... People will study you to hurt wow. you. Wow! <laughs> and this is the thing. This is where I've struggled with masculine energies. I've had men come into my life like they see me as, they see the beauty, but they also see the yeah. damage. And they're like, I, wanna, I want you all to myself. Play on that. And when they realize that I don't feel my my esteem of self is not as low as they anticipated it being. Then they try to destroy me. And it's just like, it's so interesting it really to is. deal with people that when they can't have you the way that they want you, then they try to destroy you. <sighs> and it's like, I would just rather be admired from afar. Yes. Don't, don't come, come over, over here. here with that. Just don't even come over here. <sighs> Because I don't need nobody to rescue me. And the moment that you realize that I'm serious about not needing to be rescued, even though you can identify ways that you can assist me, if I reject your help, now you see me as a hostile huh. enemy because your ego is bruised. When I never asked your ass to come over here and do nothing Period. for me, Period. No ta, ta. They will beg to be in your presence and then be acting like they never sought to come worship on, the Becky. you Come on, on, Becky. They forget why they came. How soon you forget. <sighs> like, you never know who people are until they don't have their oh, way. Oh, come on. So, listen, I, listen. I, this, you don't know. You don't know who people <sighs> truly are. 
until you take yourself off of the table and you watch how they behave. And that's why I said, like, in these relationships in life, what is going to be the sacrifice on these altars of relationships? Because it's not going to be me. So what are we going to put on this altar? Are we going to put your pride on this altar? Are we going to put your deceit on this altar? Because I'm not going to be the sacrifice. No more. But I haven't always felt right. that way, Queen. Right, right. Because I was the first person I'm putting up. <laughs> Because I thought it was yeah. loyalty. I thought it was loyalty Boom. to betray myself. First. Boom. <laughs> okay. I thought loyalty means betray yourself first. I love you so much. I'm going to betray myself in your yeah, honor. in your honor. And, and you give them permission to. Yeah, because you really are training people how to treat you. And we dismiss it. And we, get, we, we think that love is like DNA. <laughs> and many people think love and DNA are licensed for abuse. I mean, we going all over People the place. People think, I would never disrespect you unless I love you. And then I don't know what I'm going to do if I love you because I love hard. Well, I didn't. I don't want to disrespect you, but, you know, we family and sometimes family, we mishandle each other. No, you're going to respect me. How do you? People be out here handling strangers better than they handle the people that they claim that they love. Because that's the reflection of how they truly feel about themselves. The closer that you get to somebody, the more of yourself they remind you of and if you have a deep loathing for yourself if you have a deep abhorrent true relationship with yourself then the people that you think you love the most are going to be the people that you abuse the most we're speaking with Aja Sarah about the healing place and we'll be right back after this quick break we're back in the blueprint with Aja Sarah so I be healing me, queen, because I don't want to abuse the people that Come I on. love and then think that they should allow me to abuse them because oh I love you Oh, yeah. Because I be looking at Lil' Reagan and she be like, nah, you don't love me. Because you promised me you was going to keep your promise. And then I have to go all the way back and do it again. She teach me how to love. Sure. My little self be telling me, what about me? I be like, but they lied on us. She be like, but you said we was going to keep the peace. Mm. And I be like, but they lied on us. She said, no, you was going to use that money for this next business plan. Don't get no lawyer that money. Would you promise me? But I got to defend our name. Fuck them. Give people permission to be wrong about you because you right with yourself. And every time that you don't want to give people permission to be wrong about you, it unveils a part of yourself that you're not right with. And it doesn't mean don't live your life authentically. It doesn't mean don't tell your story. It means don't go out of your way to give people what they don't deserve from you. And what it also means is this. If you got to tell, make them pay you. To make all your pain pay you. Don't hurt for nothing. Make them pay you. Put a price tag on that. So I be sitting around with things, hurt my feelings and things. You know, people be teaching me how to, you know, love myself. So what you mean put a price tag on it? What you mean by that? What you mean? I write it down, Queen. I'll be like, my feelings got hurt today. Period. <laughs> oh, y'all lying about me. I'm going viral on these blogs. Everybody big lying on me. Let me throw a sale. <laughs> since y'all over here meddling, since y'all want to see so bad, since y'all so curious, go on, let me go and put a sale on it. And I put a price tag on it. So that's what I learned how to do. I make my pain pay me. Instead of being embarrassed, I just be on a, um, on a trip. I be on the Gulf of Mexico on a yacht or something. That's what I be. I used to be embarrassed. Now I just be getting Now you get paid. Period. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 period. <laughs> I used to be mad. Now I go get a massage. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not going to internally break my immune system down worrying about people that don't know what they're talking about. People have the most to say about the yep. things that they know yep. the least about, yep. queen. Yep. So why am I arguing with you and about something you And me arguing with you is not going to change your mind about how you feel about me or how you think you feel about me. Period. Because you already made your mind up. 
So I'm going to give you permission to be wrong. Because oh. I'm not going to hate myself for you. That's why I don't love myself for people. I ain't got no, no more room to hate myself for you. No, because I got to make, I got, I got so many promises that I have yes. to make up to little Reagan. Because she's, she's been hurting for so you. long. Oh. So why do I, what, what do I look like sparring with your insignificant broke ass because you lying on me? I'm going to let you destroy yourself. And I'm going to go and go have me a mimosa. <laughs> Didn't I tell you y'all was going to love her? I told you. I ain't never lied to you. But queen, that's, but it took a, but it took a while. I got yeah, the scars man. to prove it. That I had to learn how to give per people permission to be wrong about me because I was driving myself crazy with the lies. Because my truth is messed up enough. If you tell the truth about the things that I've experienced in my life, Period. you got to add no exercise sure on it. It's perfect. You sure don't. So when people lie for their entertainment, I have to let them be entertained. Some people want to go to the surface and other people want to go to the symphony, queen. The people that want to go to the circus, let them go to the circus. I, I think I, I'll take a symphony and a glass of champagne. Because, <laughs> yes, please don't. Please step don't on my because I made now, it. Come on now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. Oh. oh, my God. You know, it's so funny because most people will say, why should I heal? You know what I mean? Where, where, I need, to, I need to, get, to gain the strength from somewhere. Where do I get that from? Who do I get that from? I don't have any strong people around me, and I don't feel like I'm strong enough, you know? And this whole conversation for me has just reminded me that when I feel like I don't have anybody else, and I often feel like that because I feel like I'm on a train of healing by myself. I really do. Well, Queen, you are. And the beautiful thing about it is if you look around and all you see is night, that means you are the light. So be the light. We be looking yeah. around for Ooh. what we are. If you all by yourself, that's how God keeps telling you, you everything that you need. And you be like, God, I'm, but I'm all by myself. What I'm going to do? Somebody come and help me. Like, you don't help. Look, look through the hills. Look up. Look it's in all the mirror. In you. Be it's your already help. there. It's already there. And I had to learn to be willing to die on my feet as opposed to living on my knees, helping other people accept me, maybe. But it takes time, and it's not an overnight no, it isn't. remedy for it this. It isn't. It truly isn't. You know, I'm 30-some-odd years old, queen. It took me my whole life to become this way. Just because I decide I want to be something different, it, it don't mean I'm going to undo 30 years' worth of damage yeah. and undone in two years. In six months and five months. And so many of us have such unrealistic expectations for our healing process. And that's why we never truly heal. Because like, but I've been doing this for two years. Why it ain't healed already? But you was yourself. You dug Come that on. hole for 15 years. And you want to get out of it in two. That don't even make sense. Unless you're going to go through some rigorous types of self-improvement, spiritual elevations. Can, and many of us can't afford to unplug from life for a year. And wander, you know, in the jungle, sipping ayahuasca, finding ourselves. Because we got bills to pay yeah. and children yeah. to take care of. So where do I find my healing place as I navigate through my everyday life? You got to create a ritual of your life. Your everyday <laughs> should be a ceremony. It should be a worship to yourself. How do you honor the divinity within you? I had to realize, Queen, I take God everywhere I go. I be everywhere. God go everywhere I go. So I, sometimes I have to ask myself, hold on, Rachel Reagan, where you about to take God? Do, do God be going in Yo. there? And sometimes I be like, hell yeah, because Jesus flipped over the tables in the temple. He said, how dare y'all turn my father's house into a den of thieves? So, okay. So when do you rage war? Do you know? Do you know the proper etiquette? 
Do you know when it's time to be at peace? And when it's time to flex your power, would you rather be respected or loved? Oh, that's such a deep question. That's what people always ask the question. Would you rather be feared or loved? The real question to me is, would you rather be respected or loved? Because I have loved no people that I have absolutely no respect for. I will take your respect. I will take the man. Come on, some Yes. Every day. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I mean, on at the 10 a.m. Yeah. service and the 6 p.m. service. I'm choosing you. You know, I think I think you're doing it. I think you're doing it. And just because it doesn't look like, you know, what other people think that it's supposed to look like. Yeah, that means that, that is it so ain't true. Done. That is so, look, I am. It's the end result, Queen. You got some you got some major ingredients over there. I'm <laughs> loving it. You know, all you need is the right kind of recipe. You got high quality ingredients, mama. You just need the right recipe. I know that's right. I'm going to call you later on that. (laughs) (laughs) I sure am. That's what I desire. I desire to, you know, to have the masculine energy to know what to do with these ingredients. I just ain't found the right recipe. So I'm not about to be up. If all you make in your kitchen is, you know, hamburgers with um, with the bread, with the um, with the Wonder Bread on them. And if that's all that if that's all that come out of your kitchen, what do I look like bringing this wagyu steak over here so you can make a fool out of me? Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> you know that steak that Asian yes, steak, I do. The, marble the cow bay, really the cow bay. <laughs> <laughs> what I look like if if that's all you want, like if, I, if you, you can't do nothing with this Kobe beef want, over here. You don't even know. You don't know the first steps. Okay, to make her taste like butter. And let them have it. And be all right with that, queen. Be all right with that. If somebody is addicted to bologna, don't be trying to be mad that they don't want this steak. And they'll be saying that they want it, but you can judge by their actions that they don't want it. I don't care what your mouth say. Well, (laughs) y'all. It's kind of like you ain't hungry. You ain't hungry. Because people, like somebody can say, oh, I'm craving chicken. People, this is, yeah. this is healing to me, Queen. This is, this is how a lot of my clients do with healing, especially a lot of my celebrity clients. I love them because they <laughs> play all day. And they be like, you know, I, I'm ready to heal. And it, to me, it's, it sounds like this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sound, I want a mm-hmm. piece of your chicken. How I get that chicken? Like, I just want to taste it. I want a piece of your chicken. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so you craving chicken. Ooh, it smells so good. You craving healing. But are you still craving chicken when you got to go back out in the, in the backyard and you got to catch it and you got to kill it and you got to pluck it because that's your healing. Now, you still craving it? Or do you just want somebody to deliver it? Do you just want to go through the drive through at churches? You just want to pull up at Popeye's. You want to see what Chester's got at the gas station real quick hmm. and get you a pepper with it. And that's what I'm learning. Like, I used to want. Yeah, version. Yeah. Healing. Yeah, I did, Queen. I used to want French fry healing, and then I it wasn't it wasn't yeah. sticking to my ribs, and then I would be like, "But I'm still hungry," and then God fixed me a pot of beans, and I'm like, "God, but I'm hungry," and God said, "I'm about to feed you," but but I'm hungry right now. But no, but it ain't done yet. See, cause you now I'm gonna feed you something, and after I feed you, you're gonna be able to go to sleep on this. You're not even gonna wake up hungry after you eat this right here. But this ain't French fries. This is a pot of beans. Hmm. So you got to wait. That part. And I'm learning how to wait. Well, I think that's your biggest takeaway. Because you said you have to learn how to wait. Yeah. And the yeah Bible. It's a cultivated skill. Patience is a cultivated yeah, is. skill from some is. people. I be having to hurry up and wait. Like, yeah. I be having to rush to my wait. Like, hurry up and wait. But you know something, Ajna? 
The wait is always worth it. Doesn't he make the wait worth it every single time? You know what? God is so good. I've never been disappointed by God. I've only been disappointed by my illusions of what I thought God was. But the reality of God has never disappointed. You know, my favorite scripture, you know, and I'm so happy that you talked about that because, you know, at this point in the show, we always talk about our greatest takeaway. And um, I believe it's Psalms 23, which is my favorite. No, it's not. I think it's 27 where it says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And be of good courage. And he shall strengthen my thine wait. heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And, and, and even in the scripture, it said, wait, I say. Like yeah. it already told you to wait and be of good courage. And he shall yeah. strengthen thine heart. And then it doubled back and reminded you again, yeah. wait, I say. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves, yeah. wait, I say. Wait. Do better wait. And, and we get fearful and we get angry and we get frustrated. And we don't realize that the oh. magic is in the wait. How you manifest yeah. is how you wait. And if you don't wait right, then you don't manifest oh. with integrity. And so many of our blessings, when we finally get it, we feel like, well, they just threw this together and gave it to me. No, that's ah. what happened when you was rushing. When you was rushing, it got through together because you wanted it so bad right now that you just got it thrown together. It's like me going to go sneak in the pot and go eat me some beans because they smell good. And I, although God didn't tell me my food was done yet, they smell so good. And then I go put me some in a bowl. And, and I your eat beans is crunchy. And I'm like, God, this <laughs> is hard. God, these beans is hard. And God said, didn't I tell you to wait? Because he didn't say you wasn't going to have it. Because in that same scripture, yeah, in, it's, in that same scripture, it's, I will see his goodness in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And that's a fact. <laughs> So that's what that's how I live my life. Like if the if God told me that I win, if greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If there is now for yeah. no condemnation, that means yeah. you can't condemn me when I'm walking up righteously, when I'm living true to form. Then all I got to do is keep on being myself. That means wait. And oftentimes what I realize, Queen, when I'm frustrated in my weight is ah! because I'm not prepared. Because when I start to think about. Well, what you going to do when it already come to pass? And then when I ask myself those questions and then I be like drawing blanks like, uh, well, maybe uh, then you ain't ready. You know, exactly, ready, you know exactly, Becky. You know exactly <laughs> so get ready. You complaining about the weight when you should be getting ready. Are you even no, prepared for what you, you don't be. For? be ready. No, Are you're you not. For what no, you're you just for? want the fruits. You don't want the labor. <laughs> and that's when I'm yeah. learning how to respect the roots. Yeah. My my roots are bitter. This fruit is yeah. so sweet and so delicate and so delicious, but I got the yeah. scars to prove it. My my roots reached all the way down to the depths of hell. That's why my limbs can reach up to the, the peak of heaven. And it just takes time. And, I, and I'm done rushing me for mm. other people's entertainment. Because I used to feel like I got to hurry up. I got to hurry up and be myself so that they can see that I'm really, really me. What? It's so true. Every time, Queen, every time that I felt like God was was taking too long, it was it always unveiled itself as creation, gifting me the opportunity to prepare myself for what I've been praying for. And I be thinking I'm so ready. And then they be looking me in my face and I'd be like, uh but uh but um It's like you conjuring the genie, right? So like saying you got you Aladdin and you rubbing on the lamp. And then you finally conjuring the genie, and the genie is before you. 
Like, okay, well, what you want? You've been rubbing me for so long. I'm finally here. What you want? What you wish for? Because your very wish is my command. And you'd be like, uh, you know, I just want to wish for, uh, for more wishes. So you can have time to think. Ain't that dumb? <laughs> when it's right there. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But yeah. you've been rubbing this genie with, with so much vigorousness. You ain't even you ain't ready. ready for it. So get ready. I just be getting ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> yes. And that's a fact. Well, I, yeah, I, I, love, I love your evolution. I just want to acknowledge you Aww. publicly and unapologetically because yeah. you have grown so much. And you are, you are learning to tame yourself. And that ain't nobody else's job, queen. So dismiss anybody who thinks that they can come into your life and tame you. That is, you are not their assignment. You are your own assignment. So take your sweetest time getting to know yourself is what I would love for you to consider. Consider it done, my sis. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ashina Surat, listen, I, this is one of the best conversations that I've had on this show. I mean, it's not too many times that I have been like quiet. <laughs> like you just give so much. It's hey, just, I love you. I it's nothing for me you. to interject and say. I mean, because it's just the truth. And that's what God loves. He loves the truth, you know? And so. You know, and the truth is going to be what it is. It don't need no proof. It don't need no ad lib. And that's what I'm learning. I used to try to have the truths mm. back. And time and time again, creation has unveiled to me. Like you just handle your you handle your part. I got this. Uh, so listen, ladies and gentlemen, you. if you have not already, please go to the Healing Place community. <laughs> I will be there. Yes, the Dynasty. Place, Dynasty. I will be there. I live there. <laughs> because it's just no way. Yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Ajna Sarah. Aja is like a real life fairy. She even looked like one. Like for real. <laughs> like I ain't never really been into this hocus pocus stuff, but some things you just gotta call it like it is. And the way she speaks life into me and to everyone else who enters her presence is nothing short of amazing. Y'all, she's so amazing. I love her. Well, that's our show for today. And if you want to hit me with a question or comment about this show under construction, you can email me, your girl, at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. And if no one else tells you, remember, I love you. And I truly mean it. Because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mosauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavis. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio, an audio everywhere company.